All right, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Flanagan's Pub. It's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton a winner tonight, 80-74, to a six-point win over the southeastern Louisiana Lions. Gets Dayton to 5-4 and four on the year before they hit the road, Rex, for their first, well, not their first real test, but another opportunity, which is a big test, on Wednesday. You go to Blacksburg to get the Virginia Tech Hokies, the return game of that home-and-home. Home. Uh, but tonight wasn't always pretty. Nope. But we're not Ohio State trying to impress the committee with style points here, Rex. <laughs> we're the Dayton Flyers <laughs> just playing basketball. Yeah. There's no style points here. Yeah. We're just... It's, it's, a, it's a binary thing here, win or yeah. loss, and they're in the win column. You know, it's funny. I, I write things down here as we're going and hit just exactly what Coach Grant said in his, his post-game press conference regarding how Mike has to learn, you know, there's good fouls and there's bad fouls. And he's still a freshman, as people know, and he's, he's got to learn that. But we can't, we can't get him with one or two fouls in the first six or eight minutes of the game. He's, sometimes he might just have to say, the other guy's won. He won on this play. And I, and I've, I've played decent defense, but I can't foul. And as Coach Grant, I'm sure that will be emphasized to him, as he said to RJ, and as he said to Duran, as he said to Tumani in the last couple of years. He's got to learn, you know, when to foul and when not to foul. And we've got to do a better job of shooting free throws. We are not going to win big games shooting 66%. Yeah, you've, got, you've, got to get, you've got to get to 70 or 72%. Yeah, as Anthony mentioned, as you, well, as you just mentioned, Rex, 23 of 34 for 66, 67% there from the line. Uh, as Anthony talked about, Larry, if they just hit more of those, they're winning by a more comfortable margin than six uh, in the final score. But So that's that's one of the reasons or one of the areas they could certainly improve um, after tonight. They out-rebounded the Lions by nine. They were plus nine in the boards. They had 33 rebounds, the Flyers did. And I thought, you know, Obviously, they got lit up in that first half from beyond with their three-point defense because the Lions were 7 of 16 from beyond the arc only because they missed that one at the buzzer, Rex, for 44% from the field. And Christian Agnew just had himself a first half. He was 5 of 7 from beyond the arc for 18 first-half points. But defensively, Dayton puts the clamps on him or he goes cold, you know, one or the other, a little bit of both. Yep. He finishes with... 20, so only two second-half points for Agnew. Yeah, you think somebody in the bench would say, hey, this guy's had five of seven the first, get him the ball in the second half. And that's what it didn't seem like. He didn't have many touches. And when a guy feels like that, you know, you almost need to grab one of your teammates and say, look over here. Yeah. You know, I've been the guy that's been keeping you in this game and putting you ahead. So, you know, maybe we maybe we change some defensive tactics on him. Uh, I know we probably guarded him with a couple players along those lines. So, you know, that's a good thing that we did. But we've got, you know, what we – Get into tough games on the road. Um, you know, you, when you get those one-on-ones, you've got to convert that first one to get to that second one. And uh, it's not like the old NBA where you get two for three. You know, it's times, times have changed along those lines. So, you know, it's going to be a, a tough, tough road, a tough place to go into Blacksboro. And, and I'm sure the coaching staff tonight will be looking at film to present for the kids tonight. Just not the game tonight, but the game preparing for – for Virginia Tech. And it's interesting, John, how on the college level, each coach sort of has a fragment of, of a game. Like I'll say to Andy Farrell, what game do you have? And so why I get the game two points, two games out, or Ricardo will have this, or Darren will have that. So, you know, that's why you have so many assistant coaches and they're able to break film down. And um, that makes it makes it real, you know, today's, today's thing, you get to see it right away. It's not like the old days. So it's, it's you know, it's going to be a, a long couple days here. Um, gives us, Two more days of getting Malachi healthy and Kobe out every day. I just keep on thinking, let's just get one more day, one more day. As you and I sit there, we, we, can't look, we can't look down the road to the A-10 game. We've got to look for the games 
coming right now. And our next one is Virginia Tech. So, you know, it's a game that I thought we should have played better, which we really didn't. And I think people sense that and you see that. But, you know, they're still young kids and we've got to we've got to learn from this effort and be ready to play uh, Wednesday night. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's a quick test, Rex, because as we mentioned, they as you and I talked about on Wednesday night, this Dayton team, much like this time last year. Well, unlike this time last year, the end result is the same as this time last year. They at the moment, they don't have an at large resume. Nope. They had three resume wins last year. The only problem was this time last year, they also had three landmines they had stepped on yep. to sort of cancel out what they did in <laughs> their tournament uh, early last year. But still, here we are on December 3rd, and Dayton doesn't have a resume win. Well, they can change that on Wednesday against a really good Hokie squad. I mentioned, you know, that's a top uh, 40 Ken Palm team. They're 38. The only other close to top 100, you know, game they've got in the non-con is Wyoming. When you get into A-10 play, two wrecks, you know, looking ahead a little bit, you've got St. Louis is top 50. They're at 44. VCU is 96. Richmond, 99. St. Bonaventure, 108. Duquesne, 111. Davidson, 123. UMass, George Mason, Loyola, 129, 133, 135. Everybody else in the Atlantic 10 is outside the top 140 right now. Yeah. It's, so. And as I said, you know, we've been saying without the two guards, what scares me about this league is, you know, there's not a lot of what you call the 6'10", 6'11 guys that's, you know, Call it mid-major. That's what people want to call it along those right. lines. But there's there's some outstanding guard play. And you go back to Fatsy Russell, and you go back to the Richmond players, and you go back to the VCU players. And I watch, Davidson. And Davidson Kellen players. I, yeah, guys, Kellen Gray. Yeah. I watch a little bit of the, the uh, VCU game, and, boy, it's, it's still chaotic. You know, they're pressing yeah. all over the court. And, you know, those are teams that we're going to see. So, you know, Mike is going to have to be able to handle some of that. And RJ and Kobe Brea. I mean, those are our, really our three guards. Tumani can handle it well enough, but, you know, he's not one to bring it up the court. Not anyway. ideal. No, it, yeah. no, no. You know, he was kind of forced into that tonight, and Anthony talked about that with, with Larry, that, you know, basically with some of the pressure that the Lions were putting on the Flyers tonight, you know, Tumani became your secondary point guard. Right. And right. that'll fly against southeastern Louisiana, but not so much it. against VCU and St. Louis. No, right? because or Virginia Tech, for that matter. No, because they're trapping all over the court, and you've got to get to certain spots, and that's something they'll be working on Monday. I mean, I know that you know, they're going to look at you know which way Virginia Tech's going, and if Virginia Tech's looking at our, our offense, says, we're going to pressure the ball. We're going to come right. up and, and guard them 94 feet because we just not don't have enough depth along the line. So that's where Mike's got to stay out of foul trouble, be able to handle the ball well, he doesn't need to score if he doesn't need to, but just get us into sets, get us into situations where we get good shots. As they're currently constituted right now, Rex, without Mally Smith, without Kobe Elvis, what is your biggest concern with this Dayton team right now? I think point guard play and depth off the bench. Um, we really haven't seen much of Richard. You know, he's, he's starting to get into the flow of it. Yep. I haven't seen much of Caleb Washington. But um, as we expressed the other night, Anthony really has to put a lot of trust in those players, and they have to, they have to show it in practice. So they're going to have to come through in the next couple of weeks because it's not it's not going to be you know not going to be worth it if they don't. So Kobe's not the greatest of all handlers, but he's such a threat as a three point shooter. But you know we've got enough size to throw over pressure, and if we work 
work to get that, and they'll work on that, you know, this Monday and probably a little bit Tuesday. Then they'll work on it next week as they get into the A-10 play. But depth and point guard play. Even though I love Mike and I think he's going to be a terrific player for us, he's only 19 years old and has not seen this type of pressure. Yeah, well, it's like Anthony mentioned, too, with Larry, where he talked about he's trying to give Mike a little pep talk about he's got to, he's got to learn how to play with fouls because of their depth situation. But he's also... And, you know, you can't blame him as a freshman, but Anthony's trying to let him learn. There's certain fouls you cannot be committing, especially given our depth situation. Right. Uh, but he's given Mike sort of a pep talk of saying, hey, look, Mustafa and these other guys, they were you two years ago. Right. Trying to figure out how, you know, the speed of this game, coming talented as though Mike is, it's an adjustment for him as a young buck coming into this, the D1 level. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, the great thing about him is his size. You know, he can see yeah. over pressure. Yeah. You know, being a, a six-foot guard like I was and some of the other players, you know, you're getting some of those wings coming at you now. They're 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and their wingspan is, is unbelievable. So Mike being six foot eight and long arms, he can see the pressure and throw over it. And that's, you know, that's just things we've got to work on. And you've got to make teams pay for doing that. You yeah. know, you got to – are good teams with Obi in that group. You know, when BCU tried to press us, man, it was one pass to the middle back in for a dunk. So, you know, and once teams get dunked on three or four times, their coach is sort of pulling the defensive back and hey, maybe let's get back the pressure of the ball at, at you know, at half court. So, yep. you know, it's it's our opportunity to do that, but we're going to have to perform. And if we don't, we're going to lose. Yeah. Dayton won a winner tonight, 80-74 to over southeastern Louisiana. It's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it after this break right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Any Flyer fan can tell you the path to success is about playing smart, working as a team, and sticking to the fundamentals. The same principles hold true for a successful investment plan. At the Callahan Financial Management Group, our approach is centered around a team that focuses on exceptional service and a great client experience. Call us at 937-432-9100 and discover how our tailored approach can change your game. Investment products and services are offered through Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Network, LLC. Member SIPC. Callahan Financial Management Group is a separate entity from WFAFN. Introducing Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. Classic Cola, Cherry Cola, Citrus Soda, and orange soda. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda. All with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, the loudest flavors ever. Ah. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. There's a new connection with speeds, opportunities, and experiences all elevated by superior fiber technology, connecting people, places, and things like never before with a heightened purpose for good that's committed to community and dedicated to a better connection between everyone for everyone. This is Alta Fiber, elevating connection. Proud partner to the Dayton community. Learn more at our new store or visit altafiber.com Dayton. For 50 years, McGowan Braybender has been a proud part of the Dayton community and an excited sponsor of the UD basketball team. This season promises to be one of the best yet, and as a member of the Flyer faithful, we need you to show up as the sixth man to every single game. When it comes to basketball, the UD Flyers are second to none, and in McGowan Braybender, we're no different. If you need help with your employee benefits, we'll be here for you both now and after every victory. So buckle up, Flyer Nation. We're flying first class this season. Go McGowan Braybender and go Flyers! Feel like you're riding an economic roller coaster? 
All the whiplash has likely wreaked havoc on your investment portfolio, maybe even derailing your future plans. It's unpredictable, uncertain, and unsettling. It's time to regain your footing with a second opinion from Edelman Financial Engines. We're Barron's number one rated independent financial advisory firm five years running. So you can be confident you're getting integrated wealth management advice, including tax planning, estate planning, insurance, and more from an experienced and trusted investment advisory firm. Take advantage of a complimentary wealth checkup with a planner who puts your needs first. There's no sales pressure and no obligation. When it comes to your financial well-being, you can count on the top-rated independent financial advisory firm in the nation. Visit Edelman Financial Engines at efewealthplanners.com. That's efewealthplanners.com. Barron's rating awarded annually each September 2018 through 2022. Compensation paid for distribution of rating. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Call with your questions and comments now, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into Flanagan's Pub for the last time tonight. It's John Bedell, Rex Gardecki, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton winner, 80-74 to over southeastern Louisiana. The six-point win gets Anthony Grant and his Dayton Flyers to five and four on the year. It's also Anthony's 300th career win overall as a head coach. Uh, after the win tonight, Rex, Dayton hits the road, their first and actually only road game of their non-conference slate because everything else, well, you know what, I take that back. Two, UNLV was a road game. Uh, everything else has been at neutral sites, and keep in mind that game with Wyoming is at a neutral site in Chicago at the United Center. So their second and final road game of their non-conference against the Virginia Tech Hokies, a top 40 uh, Ken Palm team that was, hey, they were around a, they were in the NCAA tournament last year, Rex, and they were around a 32 team. They yep, they're a good um, team. Uh, won win in the tournament uh, before bowing out to uh, Texas, 73-81 in the uh, tournament. Uh, so a tough test for Dayton on Wednesday, Rex. Yeah, this is, this is one where the kids have got, got to get a lot of rest tonight. They can't be out running around, which I'm sure they don't. They keep them on a pretty tight uh, string. But, you know, you don't have much time. You've, tomorrow you probably – do some shooting drills and go through some things. You know they're not going to. You know they're not going to go full bore tomorrow after a game today and then play right. Wednesday. So it's really going to be more of a time for teaching and looking at film and looking. You know maybe the things we did bad tonight or things we did well, and that's the thing we're going to have to perfect because games are starting to come fast, John. I mean all of a sudden you know you got the Christmas break a little bit. We well, don't have that much of a break, but then the A10 starts and boy then it just goes down and you go you know maybe two three games a week and. You know, you physically you get worn out, and yeah. your body is, you know, just can take so much. So these kids are young. So my wife always says, "Hey, they're 19 or 18 years old. They can run forever." But that's that's not true because I I remember those days. So you, they've got to take care of themselves, so their body and their minds. And I'm sure Coach Grant and their coaching staff will do that. Yeah, a correction in real time. I got to correct myself here, Rex. I'm gonna. Uh, Virginia Tech was not a round of 32 team. They lost in the first round of the NCAA tournament. They lost 81 to 73 in the first round against the Texas Longhorns last year. So I'm going to blame the the mobile view that Vatech's athletic website. Why don't you guys get on that in Blacksburg and make it a little more clearer to understand? Um, and this is a rematch too, Rex. Because right. speaking of resume wins and opportunities to try and get one, the Hokies were one of the ones Dayton nabbed last year after they got right. up off the mat after the awfulness. After the awful start to November, they go to uh, Orlando and they get Kansas and Belmont. 
and another one in Miami win down there, and then they come home and they get the Hokies yep. at UD Arena. That was uh, so. This is the return game of that home and home. We'll see if they can, you know, get the Hokies again on Wednesday. Yeah, they got great play and great coaching staff. You know, they've got size. You know, they're very athletic in the facility they play in. It's, it's raucous. So you know, as I said, their fans are still home. Sometimes I like to catch these teams at you know over Christmas break, but that's not going to happen. So you know, they'll remember, and I'm sure that will be in the coach's staff's mind. That you know, look at your loss last year against Dayton at the arena. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they got by tonight. It wasn't always pretty, Rex, but they did take care of business. Tumani Kamara leading all scores along with Christian Agnew. They each had 20. Uh, did Tumani and Christian Agnew, but Tumani led the Flyers with 20 points. Nine boards, three steals, two blocks, two assists, and as Anthony mentioned, and we talked about pretty much playing a secondary point guard with the pressure that Southeast Louisiana was putting on Mike Sharabjomps. Deron Holmes with a double-double, 19 and 12. Mustafa Amzil with 16. Mike Sharabjomps with 14. And R.J. Blakeney with 11. All the scoring from Dayton Rex came from that starting five. Nobody off the bench contributed anything. Not a rebound, not a point, nothing. Uh, but right now that's a thin bench and one that Anthony doesn't, you can tell, trust a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, well, it's, it's time to come for those players, and I think they will. And, you know, it's just it is what it is. You can't, you, you know, you, you can't, can't look down there and say, okay, who am I going to bring in because there's nobody to do. And I can remember coaching in some high school and thinking, am I going to put this kid in that hasn't had time? Yeah. And you've you got to build trust in your coaching staff, and those young guys have just not had the time. But Kobe has, and I think Caleb will, but it's just might, it might be two or three more games. But I feel, I feel very you know, strong that we're going into this game. We've got good enough guard play. Mike's had two or three games under his, role, his uh, belt. Tumani's playing better. Duran's playing better. And now RJ, if we can get him yeah. off the cuff and shooting better. And, and I think Kobe Brea will be one. You know, once he buries that first three, you know, it's going to loosen everything up for him. So I feel very strongly. About this game, I know it's going to be a tough one. We, we've got to come in ready to play. We, we can't come in with less intensity in the, in the first five or six minutes of the game because you could very well lose that yeah. game in the first five minutes. Well, and this non-conference season is winding down already, Rex, because you got the Hokies on Wednesday. A week from today, you got another bye game against UNC Asheville. Then you get Wyoming in Chicago. And then you get Alcorn State, your final bye game, uh, on December 20th. And after that, Rex, because of the way the A-10 right. schedule has shifted the last couple of years, we used to start it after New Year's Day. The last several years, it's been now into December. So now you get the Duquesne Dukes on December 28th. So later this month, you're starting A-10 play already. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's coming fast and furious. And, you know, we just got to be ready to play. And, and I'm sure we'll have some flyer faithful there in Blacksburg. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll always do. But it's a tough place to play. But if we, if we could pull that win out of there, I'm sure that would give the kids a lot more momentum. And, you know, we, yeah, we lost those three games in a row. But we play Wisconsin. Right now, that's just playing really, really well. We play right. North Carolina State's that's playing great. Then BYU is BYU. So, um, got to forget about it and get ready for Virginia Tech. And I'm sure there's good seats available in a football town yeah. like Blacksburg, right, in a yeah. basketball yeah. arena on that campus. Yeah. So, if you want to travel down to Blacksburg, you know, I'm sure there's good seats still available, Rex, down there. And, and a, that's a, those are football people there in that, that part of Virginia. <laughs> so, we'll see, you know, what happens. Um, and, uh, you know, interesting – that you know, Larry says, "Hey, congrats on the 300th win for Anthony Grant." He goes, well, "I didn't even know that was going on tonight, but I appreciate the thanks, anyways." <laughs> so, all right, that's going to do it for us tonight, Dayton fans. One more time, the Flyers are winner, 80 to 74. We will see you on the radio Wednesday night for Dayton and Virginia Tech. Until then, from our partner tonight, former Flyer Rex Gardecki, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.